We are live, people. We are live. I got Tuck Ross here, good friend here. Uh, we both have some, some roots in the same area here of Boston. And I sought this guy out because I wanted to know more about TikTok. Don't you? Don't you? So, so Tuck is here to show us how it's done. Is that right, Tuck? That's right. Yep, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brian. Great. Well, we shall see. We shall see <laughs> if he's able to do so. Let's see what we can episode, do. Yes, of the Authority Project. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of the Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back with another incredible episode of The Authority Project. We got Chuck Ross here, and we are talking about the hottest platform today, TikTok. TikTok. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just going crazy right now. Everything, everything is happening on TikTok. The engagement is crazy over there. Uh, unfortunately, I've only had one thing on there, which is not much, just a black screen. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I am so glad you're here because I'm kind of, you know, the way I try to work out TikTok is like every time I, I'm an introvert, so I have to observe things. I have to work things through. I'm like, okay, how do I approach this? Yeah, absolutely. Da, 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 da. And I'm still kind of like, uh, I had something yesterday, though. I had something yesterday that's like, okay, this is this might work. But I feel like, you know what? I'm, you're not here for me. I'm just going, <laughs> just going through my troubles. I'm just going through my troubles. Chuck is here. He's going to show you how it's done. Uh, but before we dive into it, please talk, tell us who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Again, thanks for having me on the show. You know, I've been in digital marketing for over 18 years now, and um, it's a space that originally at the beginning, it was it was hard. It was scrappy. Digital wasn't the thing that it is today. And now, um, you know, sticking with it. Uh, it's been it's so exciting for me to see where digital has come and marketing has come with digital. Um, and now the two are synonymous. I don't even know if digital marketing is quite that thing anymore. It's just marketing, especially if some businesses are upwards of 80 to 100 percent of uh, of their marketing is in the digital space. And so it's been exciting to see that I, you know, my entire career have been focused on the consumer. And I really feel that's been a huge benefit to what I've been able to offer because Focusing on the consumer, you and me, us out there shopping, engaging, consuming, entertaining, right, is looking at how do you keep them happy? What are they seeking when they're shopping? How do you improve that journey? How do you drive from whatever someone may not even know that they need down to that conversion point? And so um, that's been the exciting part for me everywhere from e-commerce, retail, uh, financial services, product management, uh, and so forth has really been where I've been everything from Disney, Hasbro, uh, Guitar Center, Bank of America and so forth, um, just really helping uh, businesses that are either going for digital transformation and or looking at how to compete well in the digital space, especially as everyone's moving so quickly, um, especially now during pandemic. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I got some questions for you today yeah. <laughs> just yeah. from that alone. But um, tell us right now, what project are you currently working on? Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun um, in so many different spaces. I think the one that's been you know interesting to me as we're talking about TikTok is is helping 
others get on a TikTok, right? Um, I started out uh, last year. It was something that was just a personal experiment. You mentioned you got a little bit of uh, some of that effort going too, and we can chat through some of that. But it was really, you know, for me, um, just to try, right? I love to see new things. I like knowing about the different platforms that are out there, experimenting, understanding, um, and knowing as much about them as possible to see if they make sense for myself, for a business, right? For a brand to engage in. And um, and that's where I really just spend a lot of time with it now, taking those learnings and helping people understand, uh, which is why I started uh, follow on tiktok.com. It's my first uh, 10 day challenge we can reference um, a, a little bit later too, but it's really helping you get started on your TikTok account, getting the basics down and then figuring out how do you grow from there. Awesome. So t- tell us, tell us where your journey began, just so people have a little background about, you know, your roots before we, before, before we even start about TikTok, tell us where you began with entrepreneurism. What, what, what gave you that drive? What gave you that, what was the aha moment? Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, going way back. Yeah. I was actually a physics major. I had a full ride scholarship to USC and, um, I decided that, you know, I I didn't want to be a scientist and, you know, depending on uh, your worldview, maybe uh, not the best. As soon as you said scientist, I'm like, okay, (laughs) what do you believe? What what do you think of now? It was was fun, right? I like the physical application of, of, of science, right? And it's interesting to me to see how that works and cause and reaction and all the relationships that come uh, from the things that build. And now I took it a little bit different level and looking at the relationship with a consumer now and, and pulling that in the business world. I think I got first excited about it, um, you know, actually at um, Bank of America when I was there. And I was in this role that was super interesting. It was internet customer service. There wasn't really this product management type of function that we see now in businesses that take, you know, product requirements, develop that, and then bring them to a team to develop. We were actually frontline on the phone answering from consumers that were having issues, writing out product requirements struggling through kind of what they were struggling through and then figuring out how to develop the site to be able to improve that, to improve their experience. And so it was this really tangible taking it from verbatim complaints into development that was super exciting for me and just saw the impact of what we could do for people's lives and how we can make it better uh, through digital and technology. So that got me excited about it. Uh, my next spot was at Disney and it, everything just took off from there because, you know, Disney is absolutely focused on the guest and the guest experience. And it really just changed my worldview on um, how you approach a business with making sure that someone is completely happy and satisfied throughout not only the the moment where they're actually transacting, but actually the everything that comes before that as well as the experience evolves. Um, so that's really where, you know, I got excited about it, what, what helped drive my um, perspective on marketing. And from there, I've just um, continued to evolve myself, my understanding, my learning the space, and, um, and now sharing back with everyone that um, uh, is open to listen on how we can improve together. Amazing. I love that, man. So let's get to the good part. Yeah. Tell us now how we can become the next viral sensation on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. But not I really. I think you can do it. I yeah, think you can do really. it. I mean, everybody <laughs> wants to be the next Dogface 208, right? Right. So we I mean, we want that excitement of like, hey, could this could this be me? Can I can go can I go viral? Can I can I be the next, you know, you know big <laughs> thing that goes on, you know, all the new shows and talk shows? Um is is that what we're looking for? Or is is tell tell us tell us how we how we start. Let's go there. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a good question. I think First of all, TikTok is a platform. If you're not super familiar with it, it's one of the newcomers. It used to be Musical.ly. Uh, it was purchased by ByteDance out of China, and they've evolved the platform now to really be an entertainment-focused 
uh, vertical video, super immersive, audio on, sound on, right? Everything, you know, engaging at once type of platform. Um, it was really a karaoke business at first. And that's why music is such a huge part of what happens on TikTok. But it's really become uh, the premier place for engagement around um, video content, right? And uh, probably second to Instagram and YouTube in, in that way. And I think the thing that if you're looking to get started on TikTok is just thinking about, you know, what is your focus, right? And I look at, you know, what you what you brought up at the beginning of the show, and you're thinking about experimenting there. Think about like, what is your niche? What do you do really well? TikTok likes a niche. They like someone to be able to focus on a thing. It helps the algorithm learn who they should be showing your videos to. It also helps you develop your content in a structured way around, you could call it a content plan, right? Um, but also deliver on a consistency um, just around not only the delivery timing, but also around your product or your service or what personal brand you're trying to get out there to be able to help that audience understand who you are. So really it's about focusing on your niche first making sure that you understand that, understand who you are as yourself or your business, and then getting really consistent with how you're delivering that video. Um, there's two paths to go. One is trending content. So if you go to the Discover tab on TikTok, if you have the app, download it. You can go to the Discover tab. It's a little magnifying glass on the bottom. <laughs> you can actually see how everything's organized and it's trending on top, right? So everything's by hashtags. The trending's on top. You're going to see what's hot and what's happening right there. You can jump into that content. Sometimes it's trending because of the music. Sometimes it's trending because of the actual theme of the video. And some of those are just fun to riff off of that. So here's an idea. Now make it your own. What's your translation of that concept? That's something fun, right? Whether it's, um, uh, you know, there's things about racial injustice that are trending. There's things about fashion that are trending. There's things about all these different areas that are trending. Pick one of those and jump in with what your point of view would be on that. The other track is evergreen content. And some of this works a little bit easier for brands that don't always want to be producing because it's, it's hard. It's hard for any of us to produce every day and think about a new idea, right? right? But if you think about who you are or what your business has to offer and think about what are in your FAQs, what are the typical questions that your consumers ask for you? What is someone calling in and having a struggle with that they want to talk to customer service about? Those are things you can actually create content about as well not just on TikTok, but everywhere else, but use the TikTok platform in that way and make it a little more engaging, make it a little more fun. Maybe use some of that music, some of that trending meme and develop evergreen content that sits on top of that, um, that structure. And you can actually do really well with content that sits like that. Helpful tips, you know, the top five of this and, and so forth are things that people really look for. And that's actually becoming a huge focus of TikTok content is a lot more of that how-to um, and, and idea concept videos that help people learn. Now, I, I gotta be honest, but ex except for like, what's the guy? What, what's the science guy? Is it Nye the science? What's Bill name? Nye. Bill Nye the science guy. Besides yeah. him, I rarely see people doing how-to stuff on on TikTok. It's always some kind of, you know, we're doing a dance or something, or we're we're, we're singing to whatever, or we're doing whatever the girl's name. We're just doing the head bop and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all I see. So, <laughs> so, so you're saying how to, but. And that that doesn't seem like people are looking are looking going onto that TikTok app for how to stuff. It seems like they're trying to be entertained. What do you say about that? Yeah, this is not a call out for you, by the way, but it actually is based on how you engage with the content, right? So mm -hmm. if you are looking at dancing videos and you like dancing videos by pressing the heart or engaging on that content, then you're going to see more of that content because the algorithm is getting smarter about what you like, right? If you want to seek out the type of how to content you're looking for. Search those hashtags, like those videos, 
follow those profiles that are sharing that type of information, you'll start to see a lot more of that populate in your for you, which is TikTok's version of the feed, like the Facebook feed or your Instagram feed. Um, and that will start to surface more of that content to you. So it, it really depends on what you're engaging with. It also depends on what you're creating. So if you create more how to's and you're looking for more of that content as you engage, you'll start to see that more so. So the algorithm learns what you like by how you engage and that's likes, comments, shares. Also watch time. If you're watching a video, even if you don't like it that much, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. But you watch <laughs> it for a while. TikTok thinks you like it because you keep right. watching it. It'll actually right. start to show some more of that to you too. That sounds a little bit like Instagram where you're looking at different things and then you get the same <laughs> same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like you see the same person, you, you like them one time, then you next you see a whole bunch, bunch from the same person. Yep. So that makes sense. Now, what about the question of, is it better to have entertaining type of videos to get oh, yeah. more to get more people to follow you and be interested in you and then maybe do some how-to stuff or is is should there be a balance entertainment then how-to or just should you just should you just be doing what you need need to do is just how-to stuff all the time I think I think it's more about consistency, right? So I think um, if you go to sort of the reason why TikTok has expanded so rapidly this year you know, some of the numbers, eMarketer was predicting they'd be at 45 million users by the end of this year. They're actually at 100 million right now. And we're only in, you know, kind of Q4 period. Um, they just exploded because obviously people had a ton of time, right? They're at home. And by the way, it's kind of a sad time. Like, you know, people are stressed out about their job. They're stuck at home. They don't get to engage with their friends. We don't get to go out as much. Um, all those factors are influencing everything from our mental health to how we engage with people. They're looking for escapes. And TikTok has really, you know, been uh, one of the key places, especially on social media, that is not as negative, maybe as we would see Facebook or Twitter in some of those ways. Um, it's more engaging in that way. And so I think the algorithm is built to surface some of that to you. But TikTok is naturally a little more fun. It's a little more engaging. It's built around that. That's how it started. And there's a lot of that there. But the misconception is that you don't have to dance, right? So you and me, I'm not a dancer. I can't dance. I've tried it. I look ridiculous. Some of that I can do as well because you look so terrible doing it right when I'm doing it. Um, right. But I think if you don't want to dance, again, it's thinking about what is your niche? How do you focus? And I think that's where more of the consistency of what you do is key. If you're dancing in one video and then you're a talking head in one video, you're trying to sing in another video and then you're doing, you know, different things every time, maybe that's your persona and it works. As long as your audience understand that's from you, then they can go. When you're starting out, being more consistent with your type and then introducing a couple of different maybe content tracks, as it were, or different types of content um, as you're going through will, will work. But as long as it doesn't stray too far, if I've anything, a lot of my friends that have been on the platform, if you see influencers, they actually start to focus in as they see what's successful, right? So if you have a video that pops, you have something that's interesting, like, oh, that's cool. Maybe that's something that works for me. And they start to actually shift out some of the other stuff that they're doing. One of the guys I follow, he went from you know 10K followers he eats all kinds of random food, right? And um, and then all of a sudden he blows up to 1.5 million followers just because mm. he's like, oh, people like when I eat random food. So he's doing like M&Ms with like five Red Bulls and like all this <laughs> stuff at the same time through a funnel, right? And it's ridiculous, mm. but it actually works. And people like when they know they see his videos, they're going to get that every time in some type of interpretation of that. So I think it's more about the consistency to your question. Okay, so here's, here's another question here. Yeah. Um, and I've heard this from different different platforms, different platforms where you know, like the young people are trying to get away from this platform because they want their own platform. And da, sure. da, da, da. isn't TikTok only for mainly young people? And let's be honest, isn't it just for young people to gather? Around? <laughs> Come on, it, it it mostly is right now. 
here's here's the thing, right? Like go back to when you, you remember this, like when Facebook started, right? When Instagram started, right? Like yeah. I remember getting on Instagram in, in like 2011 and it was very young, right? It was a very young platform at that time. When you start going on TikTok and, and the first time I joined, it was musically, it was 2016. It was all 15 year olds, right? Yeah. I felt weird. <laughs> I had to leave. Um, but, yeah. you know, when you get to the point where you're thinking about any start of a platform, if it has a high adoption of a young user base with velocity, that's a good place to start focusing attention because that means that the attention's there, the momentum will build there and it'll start to age up. We're mm -hmm. actually seeing an incidence where TikTok with that user growth um, has started to age up significantly. Millennials, Gen X, um, right now, the last data that we have is about Q2, 27% of ages uh, 13 to 35 use TikTok. That's that's exactly what we would expect, right? But globally, if you look at where TikTok is even more mature in spaces, um, you know, India's a, a little different because they got shut down a little bit, but in, you know, especially in China and some other places, um, the audience is over 34, about 50% uh, mm. engagement, right? And, um, and so it's actually aged up a lot, especially in the US, especially as people have heard a lot. Um, and looking at where TikTok is actually driving influence, it's driving influence in entertainment, it's driving influence in fashion, in beauty. These spaces also typically lead with the Gen Z segment, right? But as those things move up, then brands move in. People start to be like, oh, I'm interested in this. I want to jump in. So absolutely right. It is still you know, younger focused, but I would say it's really aging up. And that median age is moving anywhere from 25 to 30 now. Um, there's influencers that are 80 years old. I was watching this other guy the other day talking about yeah. peaches. He found a shirt in his closet that he forgot about like 30 years ago that he was okay. like, oh, I have a brand new shirt, right? Silly stuff, but um, but there's definitely you know some audience for that as well. So I think it just depends on who your target is. If you're curious and don't know if they're there, again, go to the start, Discover tab, search the typical hashtags that we use for your campaign, whether okay. it's a brand campaign or something that you post on Instagram, right? See if that's there. A lot of times you'll find there's millions of views on that level of content. And that's a good way to rationalize if you just start experimenting with TikTok as yourself or a brand. Okay, let's, 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 let's connect that more. Cause I'm just about to ask you about how to stuff. So yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us like, just like from, from start to just, just starting out to trying to sustain something as far as your routine on TikTok. take us into that routine and what we should be doing. And as far as starting, let's go, let's go there. Yeah. If you're starting out, I mean, first off, download the app, set up your account, put a good avatar there. So people recognize your face. You can use the same one that you're using on other platforms. So people recognize you as you're asking your followers to come over and check you out on TikTok, right? Um, put a link in your profile. There's only one link allowed, just like Instagram. They don't allow links or anything else happening there. So make sure that one link is set up properly and it's either tracked or you can see referrals coming through on your, on your, you know, Google analytics or whatever your site platform is or wherever you're linking to. A lot of people put their Amazon profile there, right? Because they're trying to do some affiliate sales and whatnot. So think about strategically what that link is for. Put a good description. Uh, TikTok actually reads the description. And uh, it, it's not so much about hashtags, it's more about what you're talking about there. And people will actually see your profile and go check out your other videos. So make sure that's strong. One other suggestion is as you go in and set up your account, go to manage my account, turn on pro account, professional account that actually does nothing other than give you analytics. It doesn't cost anything. It's free, but you actually start to see what your audience is as they come in. So male, female, geolocation, um, and probably some of the most helpful pieces is what other videos are trending with your followers? What videos are trending within your videos? As you start to build more, that's actually really helpful to see what people are liking more often. And then also what trending songs your listeners or your followers are listening to. And that actually helps you then start to say, well, maybe what should be in my content plan next is something around these topics. So that's tip two then is to take into starting to develop a content plan. 
Most of us have a content plan for some of our other channels. Some of it's ad hoc, of course, right? You're in the moment, you take something fun. You wanna do an engaging video or a photo that you post wherever it is. But think about having a little bit more of a structured plan for TikTok. It makes you not have to always think about what content you're producing every day if you wanna produce on a daily basis. TikTok videos are anywhere from 15 to 60 seconds long. So some of these don't need a lot of structure around them. Some of them do take more time to develop, right? And some of the, the more popular viral ones take off are, mm -hmm. are heavily edited. But starting out, mm -hmm. TikTok is actually very gracious to authentic, raw, real people. Some of them, some of the biggest videos I've seen are just people talking, right? Or just mm -hmm. doing something that's a little bit funny. Having a hook in the beginning, the first three seconds before people have the chance to swipe keeps people in the video. The longer they watch, the algorithm will show that video to more people if they watch through and then watch again. Your content should be engaging to encourage that. Um, and that's done through strategic use of labels, right? Some of the things that go with it. But um, but those things actually help the algorithm surface it to more people to go viral to your earlier question. So think about what do you want to share? It's usually good to have one point or one concept per video, a good punchline at the end, right? Whether it's entertaining or just helping people step through a process so they have to stay and watch through the end. Those are really good tips for someone that's designing a video. And then planning that ahead with a content plan is really smart, again, around that evergreen concept of, are we answering questions? Are we doing FAQs if you're a brand? If you want to do something on the fly and do trending, that's great. Just pick up and check that trending every day and figure out which topic is interesting to you that you want to take off with. Awesome. So with that said, so you, everybody got the little blueprint there, right? Hope everybody listened <laughs> to that. Got the blueprint. Now, how do we sell stuff? How, let's get into the marketing side of this. Yeah, you know, we're building a brand through our, through the videos, right? We're trying to get people to to like us, you know, know us, like us, trust us, and we're getting a little little bit of engagement. Um, hopefully, a lot of engagement. How do we get people from TikTok to where we want them to be? The intention of all this, we're sharing them away from TikTok um, in some fashion to get us get them to yeah know, get them to convert somewhere convert else, something, our services, our product or services or whatever. Yep, go there. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's a couple ways to do it. Um, so first off, I mentioned that you can put a link in your profile. So again, have that day one, wherever you want people to go. You can do a call to action with the little arrows down in the description because the the you know the URL sits right below that description. People will see it. So that's a good thing to do. Um, if you don't, uh, or after you do that, go in and um, and start talking about, you know, if you're presenting product or you're talking about something, a verbal URL is good or, hey, people check out my profile, link in bio, stuff like that. Typical kind of Instagram tactics work on that. There's not really another way like in Instagram stories where if you have a certain number of followers, you can swipe up and surface a link. Can't really do that in TikTok. So what you'd have to do next beyond that um, is a couple different couple different layers and depending on your, your budget, you can look at these things. And the biggest budget side, you can do TikTok ads, right? Uh, formal relationship with TikTok, anywhere from 50 to $150,000, you can buy the hashtag challenges, the other things around that. Um, mm -hmm. If you have more questions, I can follow up later on that piece of it because there's a significant number of things you can do there, but those are for larger budgets, right? But it gives you the option to link through. Some of them even have the option for you to build a store within TikTok and actually transact like we're seeing happen in Instagram and Facebook shopping right now. So pretty cool. I think TikTok's catching up on some of that. It'll get further. And I think they'll eventually have a little bit more native um, and easier tools for people to be able to transact, likely more paid too. Um, but I think it'll get easier as it goes. The other piece that you can do, and this actually opened up in August, is TikTok opened up their uh, TikTok for business platform, which is basically their self-service ads platform. So any of us now can go in, if you don't have a bigger budget with as little as 50 bucks and go in there, set up an account and start running TikTok ads that start to show up in feed, right? 
So as you're swiping, you see a funny video, the next one could be an ad. Hopefully it's also something that's engaging and entertaining, but that also will contain a link where you can send anybody within there. Um, It's based on a CPM basis. uh, So you can actually surface your ad to a lot of individuals depending on your budget. Um, But that's something that any of us can go do right now. And what's cool before the end of the year is if you sign up for an account and meet some criteria, they'll give you 300 bucks out the gate for free yeah. just to engage with the platform, which is super yeah. cool. And then if you spend another 2K, they'll match up the 2K of that next spend. So you basically get 2,300 bucks from them for free for testing out TikTok platforms. So it's a really good time to try if you haven't done that yet or want to experiment you know, with your small, medium-sized business, yourself, if you you know, a solopreneur or whatever product you have, go out there and try that now because it's something that you can do and get a little money from TikTok in the meantime. Um, I think the smartest potential way, other than those other two, are to really go the influencer route. So what's happening is that, as you know, like TikTok is blowing up a lot of um, individual users. There's a lot of virality around what's happening. TikTok actually, um, if you have 100,000 followers or more, has a creator marketplace where you can actually sign up as a creator, go in there, and they'll actually package you to brands looking for influencers around certain topics. So that I, that I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's cool. And it's actually pretty recent, right? So say you're, you know, a parent influencer, right? And or your mommy blogger or something like that. Like you can, uh, certain number of followers, you can actually sign up for this. And TikTok will volunteer you to a brand looking for that type of thing. And or what they'll do is start to pay you based on the number of views your videos get to get watched, right? So almost like YouTube has the the payouts. This actually starts at a much lower level for TikTok. And actually, you can gauge as an influencer and get paid that way um, and or build and forge your own relationships with brands on that side. But um, I actually read an article yesterday that the toy industry is blowing up because um, people are playing with toys, right? I, I love <laughs> toys. Like that. You awesome. know, all yeah. my pops right behind me, right? Nice. Um, but uh, the toy industry is blowing up right now because a lot of influencers on TikTok are featuring the toys. That's actually happening with alcohol products, with drink products, with you know fitness, with beauty products. Um, and they're either leveraging an influencer relationship or brands are actually using the influencers as their entire development team for the TikTok channel. So if you look at what's happening with Rihanna's Fenty, Fenty products, you know the, the beauty line, all they do is have influencers wrap their product all day, making videos, having fun because they know the channel the best and they're selling the product as they're doing it, which is a very native play, right? So I think if you're looking at how to grow, how to do that, obviously top level is TikTok ads. Middle level is that self-service option for you to create your own ads and get engaged in feed. You can also use influencers um, to really drive some outsized growth with some you know, of your own hashtag campaigns you can develop with them. So, so um, tell us, tell us, I guess the why, I mean, we have this, this title about TikTok. Why go there? What kind of engagement are, should people expect by getting on this platform as opposed to others? Yeah. You know, I think, I think there's a couple whys. Um, and if you look at what's really driving TikTok growth right now, it is teen young adults. They're spending a lot more time on the platform. Um, but what's interesting about it is that because they're so focused on uh, the platform, so focused on entertainment factor and, and engaging people and, and helping people stay there. I mean, that's what the algorithm is built around, right? Is that during this time window, entertainment, social media, right? We're all looking for something fun. There's not a lot of new on the TV side. There's not a lot of new like sports is way down. The rest of that, people are looking for ways to escape. TikTok's one of the main ways to do that because they can constantly just engage with the platform. Um, and it's a, it's you know shown as a way to manage stress. But I think it's also the fact that like TikTok makes it so easy to consume. Um, and take that as you will, right? That could be a pro or con. But people are spending upwards of 30 to 40 minutes a day um, in multiple sessions on TikTok from an engagement factor. So if you ask 
why TikTok? I mean, from a business perspective, I would look at it as just the attention is there, right? If you're looking for attention, especially for that, you know, say 15 to even 40, right, segment and even upwards, depending on, you know, um, what your product is, that attention is there. People are spending the time there. So you can definitely surface not only with influencers in the video as product placement or having them reference your product, but also in the ad space. They're spending the time. They're going to see your um, your product or service in that in that way. And so I think that's a, that's one of the major opportunities of TikTok right now is that it has the attention. The other half of that is that the organic reach is massive, right? So you, you referenced the ocean spray video. Um, there's not a lot of organic reach left on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, right? Twitter sometimes. Um, but if you look at what's happening with TikTok, even some bad videos get 5,000 views, right? Maybe <laughs> 10,000 views because people are like shocked by it, but they'll keep watching it. And you'll see the reach start to extend on those videos that, you know, trend, they trend very quickly getting upwards of a million views. The one with ocean spray where, you know, uh, he's riding down the street, he's on a skateboard, he's filming himself. He has a sip of the ocean spray, cran raspberry. If you go back in his story, right, his truck broke down, he's skateboarding into work. Ocean spray gives him a truck. Why did they give him a truck? The cost of the campaign was a truck filled with ocean spray because yeah. they had billions of views on that video and everybody's <laughs> selling out ocean spray across the country because right. they all want to replicate the success. <laughs> so there's a little bit of that happening, right? right. Ride the wave. But the presence, the number of impressions and the engagement with that video is also what drove success with ocean spray. That's available on TikTok and it's not happening anywhere else. Amazing. So on the opposite side then. Yeah. Who is TikTok not for? Who shouldn't be maybe engaging or trying this 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 platform out? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think there's a lot of um, any business and heavy regulated uh, industry. Um, I would say play very tentatively in this space because um, ByteDance has made some interesting moves uh, where you know they just decide that they don't want to feature content and they'll take it down. So if you're in a regulated industry or something that may be a little bit edgier, more provocative, those things could just be erased one day. So um, some of that is just play with play with caution, um, have fun with it, be engaging. If your content's interesting and, and, and it's contextually relevant, that makes sense. If TikTok feels like it doesn't work, then they'll take it down. I actually have had multiple videos taken down for unknown reasons. They don't even tell you. They just say, violated community guidelines. They don't give you any information. Um, and I don't do even sensitive content, right? So I think it's um, it, it's sort of variable around that. I think it's thinking about, you know, if you're a B2B business or if you're focused on some of that, a lot of audience isn't here right now. Again, TikTok is meant to be fun, entertaining. It has a huge music focus. There's a way to sell into things like real estate actually is working on there, which is very interesting, right? But if you go into like insurance, financial services, some of those places aren't playing as well just because it's not as um, as maybe catchy or the audience isn't really interested in that type of content focus right now. Um, not to say that budgeting and some of the other kind of uh, personal finance side things aren't working, but it's more about the larger institutions, some of the larger businesses, the B2B side um, that's not playing as well. So um, especially if you're an e-commerce brand, space is great, right? If, if you're a consumer product, if you're focused on that consumer engagement, one of the reasons why I'm excited, right? Obviously focused on the consumer is the platform is working for that really well. It's more about that B2B, um, you know, service platform, that type of thing that's not quite there yet. It may not be there, right? Just depending on the nature of the platform. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So here's a twist of a of a of a question here. Sure. That I've I've uh, learned from way back when I started live streaming. First of all, this answers this question: How many flowers do you need to start live streaming on TikTok? First, that question. Uh, a thousand. 
So you need a thousand followers to start live streaming. And as soon as you get that thousand, I suggest it because TikTok actually has a significant um, uh, drive behind live streaming and they actually have better engagement on live streams than you would find on Instagram and and Facebook. So it's really interesting from that perspective, but you only need a thousand to get started. That makes good. Great, great. So from there, so here's my question because I, I made this mistake when I started live streaming from a platform way back in, in the day called Meerkat. Yep. When live streaming started really, really going. I and I yep. was really, really strong on that. But I always told these people, like, something's missing. Because I think that a lot of people were, were there to get discovered. And they didn't have a lot going on outside of that. <laughs> so this thing, like, I'll, I'll just be I'll just be Meerkat famous and somebody's going to yep. discover me and blah, blah, blah. Um, and that sometimes happens when you said the dog face, you know, to away. I mean, I've got this thing, but it happened, happened with him, yep. but that's not always the case. So can you, can you tell people that when you're trying to build a personal brand and marketing that you should have some substance behind yourself? Should you have something going on before, or just have something, you know, before you're doing, do something that's, you know, of. That you're marketing, not just being no. out to just, just to be on the platform just to get discovered. Show, tell them really reason why you should be doing that. Yeah, I think I think there's two approaches to it, right? There yeah. definitely are influencers who have zero substance, right? They're there to dance, <laughs> they're there to you know uh, sip an iced tea. They're kind of screwing around and um, and they become celebrities of their own stature just because they're there for mm-hmm. nothing, right? It's almost like the Seinfeld or Kardashian syndrome. It's just people are interested in their lives because. Uh, they're attractive or they're just being silly and they want to find out more about them when they do lives, people show up for that just to kind of get a little bit more insight. But I think that's a big piece of lives, right? We're doing a live right here. It's an information exchange. We're looking at um, providing more value. Um, And I think that's one piece of it. The one that I just referenced is more about behind the scenes. I think there's definitely a place for almost that behind the scenes look inside. If you look at a lot of what's working with sports on TikTok Mm -hmm. right now, especially in their lives, is that they're streaming like what's happening with you know, behind the scenes with the, the, the athletes and the other celebrities that are involved in the game. And I think that's working because people want to see what's happening with celebrities. So if you have celebrities or influencers that are engaged with your product or your brand, showing more of that, especially since a lot of those things are really inaccessible right now, whether it's live music, right, or sports or other things that are happening, even esports and the rest of that, show what's behind the scenes, use a live for that. That's a really good play for that. I think the other side of it is, and the platform's not as evolved as, you know, kind of tagging people in and like Instagram, right? Or what we're using here um, to be able to do that kind of tandem conversation or a larger set. It's much more casual from that way. So I do think to your other point that if you are focused on your niche and you understand what that is, whether you're a personal brand or a business or, you know, thinking about what you want to sell from that perspective, again, tying it to your content plan and being like, hey, here's a product launch. Here's some news that I want to talk about. Here's something that evolved in our industry that's interesting. Here's a way that you can, you know, the top five things that you can do with this that we learned, right? Um, and treat it a little bit more like an infomercial or that presentation layer or webinar. I think you can use that space really well for that as well. Um, again, the good piece about going live, as with most platforms, is that TikTok will notify everyone that um, there's a follower that that person is live right now. And it sits right at the top of your notification speed when someone is live and they actually put it on the middle of the for you screen now. So when you go into the app, you can actually see who's live right now and just mm-hmm. tap into that. So they're doing a really um, significant effort to make sure that everybody attends the lives. And if you're an individual and using the live, you can actually get paid the longer and more that people engage with the live feed itself. So it's encouraging for uh, an influencer or even anybody to continue to engage that way because it does drive follower growth and there's a little bit of incentive financially after as well. 
Cool. I got a great question for you now. Yeah. <laughs> got a great question. People starting out. Um, let's see this. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Where should they go right now? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I think there's a couple things. I think that you know, producing for Instagram and producing for YouTube could be very similar, right? You can produce yeah. that video, you can upload it in a similar way, and depending on your content, right? If if we just went through that value exchange exercise that we talked through, I think you could do well with almost a mirror approach to YouTube and Instagram in some ways, obviously one's vertical, one's horizontal, but YouTube's even doing better with vertical lately. And mm -hmm. I think there's, um, there's an advantage for being on YouTube anyway, just from the SEO, it's the second largest search engine, all the things that we know about YouTube, um, Instagram from that presence, again, it's hard to get viral. It's hard to get organic reach on that platform. Um, but if you have a little funds and you want to expose more of your content there, that's fine. So, Honestly, I would pick YouTube over Instagram first, but if you want to mirror those, that's fine. TikTok is a little bit of a question mark, right? The the, the current administration has been aggressive against trying to take <laughs> TikTok down. Um, <laughs> there's a you know, question mark if Walmart and Oracle will do anything with it. Uh, the question is, was Wall fade away if things change, right, in November? Um, but I think the question here is, um, I think TikTok's around to stay. So I know there's been some questions like, should I even be involved in TikTok if it goes away, right? I think it's yeah. here to stay. ByteDance will still own the algorithm no matter what happens here in the US. And that's the secret sauce behind what's driving the growth of TikTok. For now, the organic reach is phenomenal. So I think if you want to pop early, um, even starting out, if you had to pick one of the three, I would actually pick TikTok to start out with, which sounds unusual, but it's, nice. it's against a couple of checks, right? <laughs> Make sure your audience is there first. Yeah. Make sure that there's not a ton of competition because you have a little bit, you know, freer space to play. And then make sure you're tight on your niche, your brand, and your value proposition because you'll be able to, you know, do better there in that way. Um, if you think about the Washington Post, for example, they were the first press and media to be on the platform. They have a phenomenal user base. They have a huge engagement. They're doing really well translating the news into TikTok because there's a little bit more of a native language on TikTok than there is in the other channels. Um, you can't just take your TikTok video and upload it on Re Instagram Reels and hope that's going to work. Um, but they're doing really well in TikTok and not so much in the other spaces because they don't care about it as much, but they're not trying to reach that audience either, right? So I think if you're going for broad reach, try YouTube, focus on that, but the production level maybe has to step up a notch. TikTok is a lot more accessible. The organic reach is there. You can lower your production value a little bit, keep yourself authentic and make sure you're tied to what you want to deliver as value and you'll do well there as well. That's awesome, dude. That's good stuff. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I don't think I have any more questions. I, I have one last question that I ask all of my guests. Yeah. You know? And um, it goes something like this. They they see you now or, the, or they'll be listening to you now on the podcast. Sure. And they like what they hear. They um, have similar journeys, similar paths as you. They really want to do TikTok um, or just be, you know, be an influencer in some way in some of these platforms, right? Yep. And they want to be an authority in this space. How do they do that? Just give them some, a, a, few, a few tidbits on how to, get to that, how, to, how to get to that level. Yeah. I mean, first off, um, I developed a 10-day challenge just for fun, right? It's free. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, follow on TikTok.com. Jump in there. It's 10 days of getting your account set up, learning the formats, trying out a few things, and really just helping get you, you know, out the door. Um, 
I started 10 days later, I had a thousand followers. So it is achievable. If you have a niche, you're focused, you, you really think about what you want to do and just go. Um, I was producing on the regular. There was a point where I was doing three videos a day, um, which is aggressive for some people, but there's a way to do that. There's a way to get there. Um, and again, once you cross over that thousand, then you can start live streaming as well. So yeah. jump into follow on tiktok.com and sign up. It's a really easy uh, course. It's a little fun, right? There's some engagement. You'll see some of my stuff, but also some of the things that brands are doing really well um, to be able to hit, create some engagement um, in that platform. So I, I'd say that's the first step. I think after that, it's also thinking about just research, right? And anything that you do, it's about investing yourself and spending that time to do it right. So not just thinking about reading about TikTok and understanding what's happening with TikTok, but actually spending time in the platform. So I think the mistake that a lot of people make is like, hey, I want to join a platform. I want to do this thing. They just start, for example, making YouTube videos, but they haven't spent a lot of time mm-hmm. watching YouTube videos and what's successful and which ones are getting the most views and why they're getting views. Spend time on TikTok, scroll through the For You feed, like some videos that you like, start to tune the algorithm so you can see more of those. Search your competitors, right? Yeah. Whether it's the actual names of their and their profiles or the hashtags that we, you would use in your industry or your business. Understanding what's happening in those spaces is really key because you can see what others are doing around you. And so researching on the platform, watching what's working, but also with influencers and the other spaces that um, maybe are outside of you, but are helping um, create that virality, the ones that are working and driving success. You know, some of those things are hard to replicate, right? The guy on the skateboard with the ocean spray, hard to replicate, a little bit of serendipity in that, but the vibe is there, right? The vibe, the casual vibe, the thing that like everything is falling around us, right? But there's still like people that are positive, optimistic. That's really the spirit of the platform. So keeping that native to your videos is key. And then thinking about what do I want to do? What do I want to achieve? really focusing on that and then developing into it. You'll start to build a cadence. You'll start to learn the platform more and it'll actually help you evolve as you get better. Awesome. Awesome. Tuck, amazing stuff, man. You killed the brother. Stop and represent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fun being here. Thanks so much for having me. Great question. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Uh, For those who will be watching this later or listening on, on the show, show them, first of all, where to go again. Um, for your 10 day challenge and where else they can, they can um, connect with you further. Yeah, absolutely. Follow on tiktok.com for that 10 day challenge. Um, tuckross.com for anything else. Or if you have a question or want to hit me up, I'm also at tuckross on any platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, right? Um, you can go check out my ridiculous videos. And Brian, I'm going to see you on there soon, right? You're going to, you're going to be trying your videos. I'm, I'm going to do some stuff. <laughs> Let me know if you need some help, bro. Uh, I'd I, love to help you out. <laughs> I preface that by saying this though. And this is yeah. the first time ever, first time ever I'm able to say this, Tuck. Trust, watch this. Okay, I'm ready. Somebody has taken my name on TikTok. Oh. And they put a video on there that I had from, from Instagram on there. And I'm just like, why can I get my, I, I never got, I never, never have, oh. have had this problem before. So they have Brian S. Arnold. So people who are in this, my first time I can say this. So if you're looking at that, that, <laughs> that ID, that is not <laughs> me. <laughs> That's not me. All right. Yeah. Go file with TikTok. Go file yeah. with TikTok and ask them to, to recover your account. I mean, that's pretty standard. 
from a brand recovery side and you can prove that you've got your handles everywhere else and that you should have this one too. And they actually posted your video on it, which is even more declarative that you should yeah. be. This channel. <laughs> I'll follow up on that. Yeah. yeah meantime, so don't go check it out. <laughs> maybe another reason to get on there quickly. So if you have a name, make sure that you at least do that, I guess. That's a good so, best practice is just roadblock your name everywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was a little bit late with that anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but incredible stuff. Um, again, people, if you are looking for more information about uh, building your authority platform, please go to the authority letter.com, get on the list and learn how to do the authority platform the right way. Simplified. All right. Or text us that we text us at we are live at 44222 and get on that list. I'm telling you, I'm giving you bite-sized information, bite-sized, simplified, not long-winded, quick, easy. And good to go. All right. Um, any wow. last words for us today before we get out of here, Tuck? No, I just hope everyone's well. And um, again, if you need a little fun, a little smile, check out TikTok if you haven't yet. Um, you know, otherwise, um, you, you know, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll, we'll stick together. And, um, you know, Brian, again, thanks for having me on the show. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. And that is all for today, people. I will see you on the very next episode. And it's going to be great again. Take care and build it, share it, and they will come. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Be well. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.